This podcast is a publication of the Engineering Management Institute, where we are committed to building professional development systems, including project management and people leadership programs that support the growth of engineers and their firms. Download our AE Industry Trends Report for insights on the great resignation, remote work productivity, and people-centric cultures. To get your copy, visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Geotechnical Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Green. We have a very exciting topic that we're going to discuss today. We're going to be looking at how is it possible to network and participate in professional development activities while still managing your team. Now, you might be wondering, how is it possible to juggle all these responsibilities and still succeed as a geotechnical engineer? Well, this is what we're going to explore today. Fear not. I'm here to share some valuable insights and practical tips from a geotechnical engineer's perspective. But before we get started, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor for today's episode, that being Tensar, a division of the CMC. Check out Tensar Plus, the award-winning design software for construction professionals to design with geosynthetics and calculate their value on projects. Tensar Plus is simple to use with a powerful engineering system at its core. It leverages our decades of research and experience with soils all over the world so you can count on your solutions working the first time, even in the most difficult conditions. Whether you're designing a crane pad or need to build a temporary road over muck, the cost, time, and carbon savings can be calculated, making comparison with alternatives simple. Specs, reports, and product data can be generated for your design, and training resources, research, and our third-party expert reviews are all provided conveniently in the software if needed. Usable both online and offline, the app is available in browser and on all major mobile platforms. Whatever you're working on, Tensar Plus is your toolbox for success. All right, let's kick things off. To delve deeper into the importance of continuous professional development for both professional and team growth as a geotechnical engineer, we have to consider the fact that this field of geotechnical engineering is constantly evolving. We have new technologies, we have research findings and industry practices that are continuing to emerge. So if you want to stay at the forefront of the field and provide the best solutions for your projects, it's going to be crucial to invest in continuous learning and continuous development. So one of the ways to do this is to attend seminars. You could attend workshops. You could attend conferences. And these could be held remotely, sometimes hybrid, where it's remote and in-person, or just in-person. And by attending and by being an active participant, or by contributing, by being somebody on a dais or an actual speaker, you could gain exposure to cutting-edge research, innovative technologies, and industry trends. Now, this knowledge that you gain, it empowers you to apply the most effective and efficient methods to your projects. And this will ensure optimal outcomes for your clients, your stakeholders, and the people on your team within your organization. And not only does continuous professional development benefit you as an individual geotechnical engineer, but it also contributes to the growth and the success of your team. When you bring new knowledge, and skills to the table, you can enhance the collective capabilities of your team. 
and then also by sharing insights and best practices acquired through these professional development activities, you can foster a collaborative learning environment where team members can learn from one another and can collectively elevate their performance. Oftentimes, if somebody returns from a conference, they'll talk with their team about some of the things they learned, some of the people that they met, and opportunities for following up after the conference is done or after the uh, workshop is done. Now, you may ask me, how do you network and build professional relationships while managing your team as a geotechnical engineer? Good question. Thank you for asking. Well, I would say that managing your team effectively while pursuing your own professional development requires strategic delegation and empowering strategies or empowerment strategies, I should say. So one approach is to delegate tasks based on the individual strengths and expertise within your team. Now, not everybody's good at the same thing. Some people have shifts, some people have weaknesses. It's going to be on you. Don't wait till the day before the conference, but it's going to be on you to do an assessment and see what are the strengths of people on your team. And if you better understand what the strengths are of people on your team, you look at the potential tasks that could come up while you're out and you assign these responsibilities that align with each team member's skills and interests. By doing so, you don't just optimize the task execution, but you can also foster a sense of ownership and professional and personal growth among your team members. I think about my personal development, professional development. A lot of my engineering kind of confidence came from the time when my supervisor was out of town, right? When a supervisor was taking care of something and I had to kind of fill in, then I knew I had to take ownership of what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And of course, you do that when your supervisor is present or project manager is present as well. But when they're away at a conference, it's like you have even more responsibility. So another thing to consider, trust plays a vital role in empowering your team. So if you trust your team members to handle their assigned responsibilities, then you can provide them with the necessary guidance and support when appropriate. So this will demonstrate that you have confidence in their abilities. You're also encouraging autonomy and you're also promoting a sense of accountability. As you empower your team members, they then become more likely to take initiative. They contribute to innovative ideas and develop their own skills. And all of these have the additional benefit of having an overall increase in productivity and effectiveness of your team. Before we go on here, a quick word from our sponsor for this episode, Simpson Strong Tie. Simpson Strong Tie is a building industry pioneer dedicated to helping people design and build safer, stronger homes, structures, and communities. Simpson Strong Tie is making a positive difference for their customers through expert engineering, world-class test laboratories, and unrivaled technical support. We invite you to consider working alongside the many talented, passionate, and humble people who are all contributing to our shared mission in an environment that supports a healthy work-life balance. It's a place where you can connect, create, and build a career. Visit strongtie.com forward slash careers to learn about our culture and why Simpson Strongtie employees are our most loyal customers. Now, one of the things that has to happen in order for this to be successful is you have to have effective communication. Effective communication is pivotal in maintaining team cohesion while managing your team and pursuing professional development. Clear and transparent communication is essential to ensure that everyone understands their roles, their responsibilities, and also the project expectations. Now, when you're attending these conferences or workshops or seminars, 
or professional development in general, whatever these events are, you want to make sure you're clearly communicating your schedule and the purpose of your absence to the team. Let them know why you're not in the office. Let them know why you're not going to be available and discuss any tasks or responsibilities that need to be addressed in your absence. Now, there may be some things that regardless of what you're working on, you need to know about while you're out and just make sure they know how to contact you. Sometimes somebody will say, you know, you can send me an email, but if it's an emergency, call me or text me. Or if you call, hang up and call again, that means SOS, like stop what you're doing, pick up the phone, right? And you want to make sure that you're establishing channels for team members to seek guidance or support as needed, because oftentimes you can plan for the expected, but it's the unexpected that really catches us off guard sometimes. So when something does come up when you're out, they need to know, your team members need to know, you're not available, well, who in the office can they reach out to or who within your organization can they reach out to? You want to make sure that they're aware of what decisions they're allowed to make without you being present because you've checked in prior. Some people would say that, you know, for this project, they were working on it for the last two years. So you know what I would say in this case, but it could be a new project where you're saying, you know what, I need to know everything about what's happening before a decision's made. So that's something to just kind of talk about as you're talking about the effective communication prior to going away. You want to make sure that you're establishing regular check-ins or virtual meetings. I mean, post-COVID virtual meetings are something that are common fare now. So you want to have these with your team while you're away so you can help to address any questions, concerns, or progress updates. Now, somebody may say, wait, why are you checking in with the team if you're supposed to be focusing on professional development? Now, when you have your conference, oftentimes you have a schedule or an agenda and you know what you're responsible for, what you need to attend, what type of breaks may be present or downtime may be present. And some of this is for you, but some of it's also to check out for your team. So by establishing these touch points, you can keep the lines of communication open and you can ensure that the team stays aligned and focused on common goals. It's also valuable to encourage open dialogue within your team. So therefore, you're creating an environment where the team members feel comfortable sharing their ideas, again, sharing their concerns, again, and their suggestions for improvement. So you can see that by establishing this methodology for regular check-ins and virtual meetings, you can actually end up fostering a culture of open communication. Hopefully, you've reinforced this, but you can establish it and then eventually reinforce it. And you also promote collaboration, innovation, and continuous improvement within your team. You may hear me say this a few times because I really feel strongly that it's during these times where you're not there all the time that you're able to really strengthen your team and pour into the gifts and the talents and the passions that they have so that the team is stronger. Another thing you want to focus in on is creating a supportive environment. This is an environment that encourages professional growth. And this is essentially vital for geotechnical engineers and their teams. As a leader, you can foster a culture of learning and development by encouraging team members to pursue their own professional development activities. This can include attending specialized workshops or training sessions, obtaining certifications and licenses, or engaging in research collaborations with universities or colleges that are nearby or far from your place of employment. Now, you want to provide team members with resources such as access to industry publications, technical databases, software, professional networks, and all these types of things to kind of broaden their mindset and also facilitate their growth and learning. Not important for just you as a leader of the group, 
to have professional development, but this is something that you want to make sure that others in your group that you're encouraging them to participate in and also lead. In addition to individual professional growth, creating a supportive environment that encourages team members to pursue their own professional development is equally important. So encouraging knowledge sharing and collaboration within the team, facilitating discussions where team members can share their insights, lessons learned, and best practices, and their professional development activities. This not only enhances the collective knowledge of the team, but also, again, fosters a culture of continuous learning and improvement. So as a geotechnical engineer, you have the opportunity to provide resources and training opportunities that support their professional growth. So all of this, hopefully, is providing a framework that you can consider as a geotechnical engineer, as a geotechnical leader. And it's essential that you lead by example. So when you demonstrate your own commitment to continuous professional development by actively engaging in learning opportunities, pursuing certifications, or participating in industry associations, you're showing this dedication to growth, and hopefully this inspires and motivates the team members to do the same. We'll be sharing this on social media. If you want to share what has worked for you, we encourage you to do that, and we'll keep the conversation going. So sign up for that conference, send that abstract, participate, and uh, make sure that you circle back with your team so that things still go forward regarding your projects and responsibilities, even though you're absent from your office. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and our questions. Please feel free to go to geotechnicalengineeringpodcast.com where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, that being episode 79, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. Until next time, we wish you the very best in all of your geotechnical engineering endeavors. Peace. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to download the latest version of our AE Industry Trends Report to get answers to the questions that you want to ask your staff but you may be afraid to do so. How long will the great resignation last? How long should you allow employees to work remotely? And how are successful firms using data to grow sustainably for the long term? You can learn the answers to these questions and more by downloading the report at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org.